What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Make It Happen podcast with myself, Nolan Ulm. I've been waiting on making this one for a while. We're talking about habits today, how to make them, how to build them. And the biggest thing is that the habits that we have in our life are what are going to determine the quality of our life, what we accomplish, and who we become. So this episode is going to be absolutely huge. I'm going to give you as much value, jam-pack this thing with tips, tools, tricks to take you to that next level. Because who wants to go to that next level? Do you want to live your dream life? Do you want to have habits that support you, that make your life seamless and help get you through the hard times easier, smoother, and ultimately, not it's not about making life easier, but it's about getting you to a, a more peak state day to day, getting you to you know, who you want to become in an ultimate fulfillment. And that starts with habits. So I'm extremely excited to get into this. Please share this around. If you get value from this, I would greatly appreciate you guys sharing this around. And please, if you haven't already, please write a review on Spotify or or Apple podcast. It's super simple. You just click the stars, whatever you think I deserve. If I'm giving you value, it really helps. The only way this podcast grows is through word of mouth. I don't pay for ads. I don't do any of that stuff. That's how it's grown to where it is now. So please continue to share this around. Thank you guys so much. Without further ado, let's get into it. Habits. Okay, habits. So Jack Canfield said it. Your habits will determine your future. And for some of the people that I'm very close to, care about dearly, I've gifted them, lent them, I'm given them Atomic Habits as a book. This is one of my favorite books. And I'm going to go right from the book, some of my main takeaways and different sort of things that I picked up from it um, and, and how it really affected my life. Because like I said, habits, one of my great, great, great strength coaches that I had the first year I came in, Coach Nate Barry told me, he said, where you end up and what you accomplish is ultimately going to be the quality of habits that you have. So with that being said, um, really the biggest thing with habits, guys, is, is, is understanding that it's not really about who the most disciplined individual is. It's about who is the most disciplined about what environments they put themselves in. So I'm not necessarily the most disciplined person, but the reason I have good habits is because I don't even put myself in proximity with things that um, are going to make it seamless, easy to slip into those, uh, you know, those bad choices, right? And I make it, I make it really easy to make the good choice. When you have no candy bars in your house, you're a lot less likely to get up and go to the store because there's so much friction and and work and pain associated to going and, and doing that, which ultimately your brain thinks that it wouldn't be a good exchange, right? We can get whole into the, the psychology of it, but it's not really worth it. So uh, like I said, um, you know, another really good quote that I like is successful people are simply those with successful habits by Brian Tracy. You know, your habits will determine your future, like I started this off with. So when we talk about my process with with habits, think about some of the things in your life that are holding you back right now, okay? And and really, I'm going to just use this word that he uses in the book. I'm going to go right to the book. He's got this really good um, habit cheat sheet here. You want to just a- attach friction and, and apply friction to these difficult habits, or sorry, to these habits that don't ultimately serve you, right? Decide who you want to be. This is what he talks about in the book. Decide who you want to be and then prove it to yourself with small wins. And then you got to really think about it like this. Like who is the type of person that can get the outcome that you want? What habits would they have? And he talks about tracking your habits. There's so many different ways that you can go about this. And now I haven't necessarily tracked my habits. I more use a daily planner 
where I put things in there and then I'm really on top of what I'm doing and what is not going good. But I'll give you one as a personal personal example, which I think rings true for everyone. I used to be the guy that I wasn't on any social media, right? And I was in the, you know, the the under the rock with Gollum hanging out, checking out the the one ring to rule them all. And I didn't look at any of the stuff. And so I never wasted any time on social media. But I got to a point where I was like, you know what? It's a really useful tool. And there's so many people out there that I want to help. And so I have to start doing this. I must start doing this. if I want to go impact lives like I tell everyone that I want to. And so I started doing this, but I started to realize, holy smokes, this thing, no matter how strong you are in your brain, you're going to get sucked into this thing because it's going to give you content, whether or not it's good stuff, that's going to take you away from maybe what's necessarily um, really important to you in your life and what you need to do. Not what's urgent, right? All of a sudden, everything that's on social media becomes urgent. And you want to just consume it, but it's not what it is important. And so you know, like we've talked about in other episodes, the first step is awareness. And so for me, I really do the one thing I will track and I'll go back on every week is, okay, what's what am I doing? That's not a very good behavior or habit. And that is one with the social media time. I go I post, right? I have my little process that I do I post on all my platforms. And then all of a sudden, I realize I'm spending 15 minutes looking at some videos I don't even really care about. Okay, so he talks about how to break a bad habit. He's got four different things, make it invisible, make it unattractive, make it difficult, and then make it unsatisfying. So really, I'll boil all those four down into create friction, create friction with these habits. Okay, so I'm going to throw a lot at you guys and I'll boil it down at the end into three really actionable things. But if you want to go ham savage on this stuff, that's what the first thing you're going to do. You're going to get awareness. You're going to think, okay, what are these things that I'm way where I'm wasting time that aren't really serving these three outcomes, right? If you listen to the past episodes, the three outcomes that I have in my life over these next six months, my ultimate vision for my life, which we'll talk about in the future. But how am I going to add friction to these bad habits that I'm, uh, I'm going to write down? Okay. So awareness and, uh, this is what, this is what I did with the social media stuff. I'm like, okay, how can I make it really hard? Okay, well, I can throw my phone away. It's like, ah, well, I need to be around my phone because I really don't need to, but there's certain people that I must stay in touch with and be able to respond quickly to them, all that good stuff. And so I was like, you know what? There must be a, an app where I can block time out or I can make it unaccessible, right? And so I found an app and I, I made it so I blocked it after a certain time, boom, added friction. So not only did I make it difficult, because what I have to do is I have to go into the app and then reset, like it's just this whole process. Not only did I make it difficult, but I made it invisible. Now, no longer, like if I clicked on that, it would trigger me to be like, I'm trying to change this and this is not going to serve me. I made it unsatisfying. And extremely unattractive because then when I went on there, it was kind of, it's kind of like embarrassing to myself. It's like, oh, wow, you can't even control your own self that you need this app, right? I'm not going to break the, go through the app because I set this up for myself. It's crazy, right? We're, we're like, it's like self-sabotage. So that's one little example. But like I said, make it invisible. Okay. So whether that's you're, you're trying to improve your, your diet or whatever, don't get in proximity with bad food, like just meal prep. And then don't bring any other food inside your house that is that is crappy food and don't get around other situations. Now, it's not never going to be perfect, 
But if you get in a situation where you're going to get tempted to run, run. And it says that, you know, in the Bible, if you're a person of faith, it says in the Bible, like some of these people that would be faced with sin, they would just run. And so I, whether you're religious, faithful or not, that's a great, great strategy. Because if you run, you just get out of there. Don't even let it get into your brain. And so, like, like I said, too, it, it is when you make it unattractive, right? That's the first step is making it invisible. When you make it unattractive, it's all about, he says, reframing your mindset. Highlight the benefits of avoiding the bad habit. Avoiding going on the social media was going to allow me to make a better podcast for you guys. Avoiding going on the social media was going to allow me to become a better football player because I would work on skills, different sort of things that will elevate my ability to reach those outcomes that I want to reach. Okay, so make it invisible, make it unattractive, and then make it difficult, right? Just add the steps. I had to go into the app. I had to reset the thing. I had to save that new schedule, and then I would have to go back in to reset and save the it being locked again. Wow, that's painful. And I just keep coming back to the food example, but there's so many different things. If you don't want to drink, then plan of instead of going to the bars, you're going to go, you know what, let's let's drive like 30 minutes away from where there's like no bars, go for a hike. And then oh, all of a sudden it's a little bit later. Ah, do I want to go right? Like add friction, add friction. And, and really like get, get yourself into the mode where you have to restrict your, your, your options, right? I use the app to literally restrict me going on those apps. Some people have to delete them, whatever you have to do. But even then look at those, look at that process you have to go through just to control your own brain. And so I'm just making it unattractive, right? Um, and, and making it difficult. And then you got to make it right. Unsatisfying. And he talks about getting an accountability partner and ask someone to watch your behavior. So I used to do this with my buddies. If we ever would complain, make an excuse or whine, it was 20 burpees. Woo! Cam Lane, I know you're out there. <laughs> he was doing burpees in my room. I was doing burpees in the hallway. This was in the dorm with my freshman year. But we had partners and I'll tell you right now, we started shutting up. You wouldn't whine about much. And all you would have is, is talking about productive things. Now, was that really the right answer? That's what we thought it was, you know, and, and that's, that's what I stick by taking extreme action and just having the intensity to want to change your life to where you want it to be. So get an accountability partner and make it unsatisfying. And then you can even make a contract. Now, if this is pretty extreme too. Habanero peppers, those of you know me really closely, used to do that as a mental challenge on Sundays. I really don't recommend it, but it's if you want to do it, I, like, I'm going to keep doing it in my life every once in a while, a little mental check-in, but I've had things where if, a, if I do a certain thing, I'm going to eat that pepper, and, I'm, and it's a contract with someone else. I do not end up doing the thing that would cause me to eat the pepper. If I said... I was telling someone this the other day. If you said, if you were going to swear again, that you would put soap in your mouth, you would shut up really quickly. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, we've talked a lot about breaking bad habits and I think it's time to talk about making some good ones. So get that awareness, make it invisible, unattractive, difficult, and unsatisfying. Come back to those tools, journal on it. Think about ways you can do that with your bad habits. Okay. So making a good habit, okay? So let's think about the opposite of what we just talked about. 
So if we don't want it to be invisible, if it's a great habit, we want it to be obvious. That's what he talks about in Atomic Habits. That's what James Clear talks about in Atomic Habits. And so he's got so many different things that he talks about this, but it's all about creating a consistent environment, right? So if, if we didn't want to see candy bar, we wanted them out of the house. Okay. Let's put, instead of putting the, the, the smoothie blender up in the, in the cupboards with the, the kale, let's set it out the night before. Let's put it right in front of our faces. Let's put, let's put a bowl of apples out there instead of having a bowl of Kit Kats, right? We're making it obvious. And we're making it pertinent. We're making it something where it is reminded consistently. You want your environment to be conducive to your habits. That's the biggest thing with making it obvious is controlling your environment. Just like it was to making it invisible, we want to make it obvious now. So you're going to have these four and four. And he talks about these are like the four laws of, of creating good habits and breaking bad habits. It's genius stuff with by, by James Clear here. So go check out his book. But if you don't want to, I'm going to give you everything right now. So um, he talks about even getting as detailed as saying, I will making a, a, a sort of a incantation or an affirmation where it's, I will in brackets behavior at in brackets time in and then in brackets location, right? So I will do my homework in the dining room at 8 p.m. Okay, we're getting super specific and I love it. You take it to the next level. And then he talks about once you create this conducive environment where it's really controlling what habits you're going to take, you know, you come home from school and the video games aren't, you know, the TV is in the closet. Now there's friction. You got to get the TV out of the closet to put it back on the mantle to plug it in to do all as opposed to you come home and you already opened the book at the page where you left off, that's going to help develop yourself and help you grow and be able to be more articulate, be able to make you a better person, be able to give you value to give others to your kids, your brothers, your siblings, your, your friends, right? So we want to then after we create that in good environment, we can have it stack. So I'm going to, I'm going to read when I come home from school, when I come home from my job, when I get up, wake up from my nap, when I, whatever, I'm going to read. And then right after that, I'm going to study this thing. Or right after that, I'm going to go for a walk. So now you've got this environment, you come and you're triggered to do things. And this is where it truly becomes habitual, where it's not cognitive, cognitive mastery. It's not emotional mastery, but it's physical mastery. It's in your body. You do it instinctively. Okay, so you come home and then you're, you're habit stacking and you can go so far with habit stacking. A lot of people, it's just so good. Even for myself, like I come into the facilities, boom, I'll, I'll put on a, a hoodie or something like that. Boom. We're in the catching jugs. And then right after that, we go in the field house and we're doing drills in there. And then right after there, we're into going to the training room. And then right after that, we're into the tubs. And now it's just this, this cyclical process that is just so seamless uh, that really you can see why we come back to that Jack Canfield quote of your habits will determine your future. I mean, you, you stack that, that system, that process, whew, it's dangerous over your year. Okay. So we don't want to make it invisible. We want to make it obvious with creating a good habit. Okay. Second law from James Clears. We want to make it attractive. Okay. We want to, you know, pair it, pair an action that you want to do with an action that you need to do. Okay. So maybe it's listening to music while you have to vacuum the house or 
listening to a great audio book that just fills your soul while you make your breakfast. You don't want to make your breakfast, but you get to listen to this book about, you know, I'm sure some people are listening to this and being like, you know what? Sounds like you have some weird, enjoyable things, but you'll find like once you start feeding your mind, it becomes addicting. And, and the person that you start to become, it's really incredible. Okay. So I guess I want to make it attractive and, and, and that would be even just thinking about your environment, not only physically, but with people. He says, join a culture where your desired behavior is the normal behavior, right? You don't have to be different. You're just doing what everyone else is doing. Go join a leadership group. Go join a rotary club. Go join a water polo team where guys are pushing. Go join a competitive environment that's going to push you to the brink. You want to make it attractive. Okay. And then do something you enjoy, he says, before a difficult habit, right? Creative ritual where you're doing something that you really enjoy. For me, maybe it's it's getting something done real quick to create that momentum in order to get into a tough project for the day. Make it obvious. Make it attractive. And then make it easy. We want to increase friction with bad habits and reduce friction with good habits. So what did I say with the TV thing, right? If you want to stop watching TV as much, take it off the mantle, put it in the closet. Woo, that's a lot of steps. But if you want to, like I said, with a book, leave the book open on the page, like minimize the steps for when you get there, prepare that environment beforehand. If you want to get in and watch film, have the computer set up with the, with the remote ready to go. So you can get in, sit down, watch some practice film. If you want to, yeah, I don't know, you know, go start, start, doing an extra, uh, uh, workout during the day, have your, have your, uh, workout clothes already set up and just the, the, it goes on and on. But as you're starting to think, okay, what bad habits do I need to remove? Let's replace those with good ones and let's make it easy. Let's make it easy. Right. And then it's all about, he says, mastering that decisive moment. We all are in that decisive moment where you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. Right. So optimizing, he says, the small choices that deliver the outsized impact. So you want to master these little steps up to it in order to, to make that decision to do the good thing, right? What did we say at the beginning of this? Decide the person that you want to be and then take those actions and prove it to yourself with those small wins with the person that you ultimately would want to become. And so, uh, you know, he says you can automate your habits and in investing in technology and one-time purchases that lock in future behavior. Um, you get, I think you get the idea on that stuff. Um, and then, like he said, he says in here too, the two-minute rule, downscaling your habits until they can be done in two minutes or less. So like, let's like just making it as easy as possible. As many steps beforehand, boom, my clothes are already out, boom, I just put them on. Maybe you go to bed in your workout clothes. That's a fantastic idea. Maybe even like yeah, even for me, I, I like to be ready to go. Everything's all laid out the day before. So I'm just ready to go. And it, and it minimizes the decisions you have to make. And it minimizes decision decision fatigue, which, which has been shown to truly allow you to start, you start making worse decisions. And I don't use that ever as an excuse, but it's good to know. Make it obvious. Make it attractive. Make it easy. And then make it satisfying. Right? Give yourselves a reward after you complete a good habit. And this is where a lot of people, I think, go wrong. They they read and then they're just, okay, on to the next one. And it's ah, like, just start with five pages. Come in and just read five pages. I guarantee you, once you're in it, you might read more. 
or at least you know you're going to show up the next day. But 100 pages one day is a lot better than, or sorry, 100 pages one day is a lot worse than doing 10 pages consistently for 365 days, right? It's pretty crazy what the, the effect of compounding can do. And, um, and, and like I said, you just want to have a, a chain. Mike Nelson talked about this last week on the podcast. He has thousands of X's on his calendar because he committed to studying at least one person every year for 15 minutes. And he's done it for years and years and years and years. And so the more you create this, this chain, this habit, uh, and track this habit, it just, it becomes addicting and you don't break the chain, right? So just another way to find leverage with yourself. And, and so like, like he says too, is, is you're, you're not going to be perfect. Now Mike's hit thousands and thousands in a row and all of us are perfect. So just never miss twice. When you forget to do a habit, make sure he says you get back on track immediately. Right. Okay. So I think that that probably helps you guys out a little bit. How to break a bad habit, right? Make it invisible, make it unattractive, make it difficult, make it unsatisfying. In essence, add friction to bad habits. How to create good habits is to make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy and make it satisfying, reduce friction to create those good habits. Okay. So I hope that guy, I hope that helped you guys out. Give you some examples. I'll give you three actionables. If that was a little too much to, to put down, you might have to listen to this one twice, take some notes, but this is what I would do. I would take uh, just an inventory on your life. What are some bad habits that really aren't serving you to get where you want to go? Maybe some of those nooks and crannies of your life. Yeah, you go, you do the big work, but you know, do you set your intention before you go and do that big work? Do you, I don't know. Do you, where do you waste those like 10, 15 minutes? that really add up to a lot of time in the long haul. Get that awareness of those bad habits and then add friction. Okay. So that's step number one. Step number two, find out what good habits you want to make and ultimately make them easy. Reduce the friction. Okay. That'd be step number two, implement those good habits. And then step number three, create a chain. That's what I'm going to challenge you guys to do and make it simple. Maybe even just, just start with one bad habit that you want to change and turn that into that good habit. How are you going to turn that into that good habit and then create a chain, create somewhere where you tick off a box, where you, where you check, where you text someone every day. Hey, I did it. Hey, I did it. Create a chain of some sort with a habit. That's really going to move the needle in your life. Don't focus on stuff. It's not going to move the needle, right? Focus on the stuff. It's going to move the needle. Okay. So that's all I got for habits. I appreciate you guys so much. Please, 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 like I said, if you got value from this, share this around. I really love giving you all these tools that have helped me to get me where I'm at. And uh, I'm super, super excited to continue to do these things, to share this around and uh, to give you guys value. So please let me know how you're liking the show, how I can be better for you guys. And let me know what habit are you going to commit to changing? Because, you know, over here at Make It Happen Podcast, at the Make It Happen Podcast, we're all about being the change and making those choices to end up in the life of our dreams. So with that being said, make it happen out.